if you live in the greater Fresno region or in our media market, shall we say, um, things have been boiling over here locally. For those willing to listen, learn, and have eyes to see and ears to hear, this is the Nonpartisan Evangelical, where we're challenging the mindset of right-wing Christianity and encouraging people to have their minds renewed and hearts transformed. Let's have better conversations about the life modeled in the Bible so we can truly tell the world God is not mad at you. This is the Nonpartisan Evangelical Podcast at npepodcast.com. Hi, everybody. It's Paul and Ashley Swearingen. I'm Paul from the Nonpartisan Evangelical Podcast, and you're Ashley. Here we are. <laughs> Day 1,052, it seems, in Shelter in Place, or Week 9 or something. This is our office. We've been sitting in here quite a bit for the last couple of months, huh? Oh my gosh. This Okay, so today has been a day. Yeah. Um, May 13th, and um, if you live in the greater Fresno region or in our media market, shall we say, um, things have been boiling over here locally. And I think that's happening across the country, just watching the news and that sort of thing, seeing protests at state capitals, et cetera. Um, but it really hit home for us over the weekend and then today. Um, we saw protesters showing up on people's doorsteps. We saw elected officials um, in confrontations. Um, it just, things boiled over, shall we say. Um, and last night, watching these images and seeing a million different tweets about it and text messages. And oh, can I, And we had a, a restaurant incident where an, a guy got arrested for blocking the yes. door from a police officer. Yes. Anybody who lives in the Fresno media market will know what these two words mean. Waffle shop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so waffles have taken on a whole new meaning in Fresno. Yes. Um, so that's happening for us. And like, it's, you know, these these tensions are going on around the country. Um, you couldn't sleep last night. Yeah. Uh, I woke up at three o'clock in the morning. You still weren't to bed yet. Um, and you were like, I went to bed feeling just gross and conflicted and like, what is going on in this world? You had the same kind of reaction. So we woke up this morning and we decided we need to talk about this. Yeah. You and I need to talk about this. We need help, like thinking through like what's going on, et cetera. So that's what we did today. Yep. And now we're recapping. And this is the recap. This is like Tony Romo on CBS, you know, saying what happened in the game. This is so what what did we learn? Who did we talk to? And uh, and how do we kind of summarize that for everybody? Okay, so um, and and we recorded the conversation so other people can listen. Right. So you should say where people can okay. find that. Uh, nonpartisan evangelical Facebook page, uh, and and basically we're connecting to my YouTube channel, which is Paul the Nonpartisan Evangelical. So you can subscribe there, and see them all because. Today is not the end. We're, we're kind of committed to, to talking to a lot of people through this thing. Right. In fact, if you're watching this right now and you have ideas on people that we should get on, like we're willing to just jump on a quick Zoom call, record it, and make this content available to people because this is the only way we've got right now to wrestle with some really important and hard things in our community and, and happening across the country. So we, well, um, we talked to a couple of people today about conflict yes. resolution. And then going forward, we want to talk to some of the people in Who the conflict. Who are in the conflict. Yeah. Right. So um, first things first, we thought we needed some help from experts. We needed some help from people who could help 
us parse through um, what confrontation is, what it means to be in it, how should we be thinking about it, etc. So we started with Dr. Bryce Yoakum, uh, who runs a, a financial institution in Tulare County, but he was trained at Pepperdine's school of um, his school of law. I forget the exact name of it, but um, essentially a very high end certified mediator. Yeah, basically. like a yeah. dispute resolution yeah. lawyer. Um, so we talked to him first. You can you can listen to that, and then we just spent probably over an hour with Sherry Wiedenhofer from the Center for Peacemaking at Fresno Pacific University. We got all kinds of good stuff, and I will say this: um, I went into this day like looking for answers, like trying to understand what was going on and where what I should be thinking about, what I should be like, how I should be managing this. Um, and I heard some stuff in these conversations today that totally affirmed things that I already believed and um, hold dear. But I also heard some stuff today that I didn't want to hear. Yeah. That I'm still a little bit chapped that I heard it. So I'm going to say it that way. But you you comment maybe on your takeaways from these conversations. Okay. And I, I do want to say hi to everybody that's watching. And uh, I'm seeing some people uh, make their comments. And so that's awesome. And so you want me to go first? Yeah. Well, what are your, your, your big takeaways from these conversations? Well, I, I think I, I think part of why we're doing this and what I went into this and why I was heavy last night is I was thinking, what's going to happen? Is our city going to blow up? Is, is this going to explode? Because the this battle between opening up and taking care of people and never the twain shall meet seems to just be growing and growing. And so I think part of what I took away from the discussion today was though my desire to be right and say these guys are wrong and those guys are right, even though I may be right in that, is not necessarily going to get us to the goal of, and what uh, what Sherry said was wholeness. We want a city with wholeness. I want I want a life with wholeness. I coach people to get to a life of well-being, I call it, or wholeness. And our city's not going to be whole if we're constantly trying to win the battle of you're right, you're wrong, and you need to you need to shut up. Now we can start to challenge, is this the best way to get to the goal of wholeness? And is wholeness really your goal? And if not, let's get you out of leadership and let's do something else. But but me wanting to say I'm right and I want to make you admit that I'm right, that's not going to do a very good job of getting us to wholeness as we've learned in our life together in 25 years of marriage, that trying to get the other to agree that we're right is not the best way to resolve conflict. <laughs> I, could say, I could say more on that, but, okay. um, but I'm not going <laughs> yeah, let's to. let's hold that. I'm not going to. Um, Okay, so so I heard some stuff today that that makes sense that I went into the conversations expecting to hear. I heard from both Dr. Yoakum and from Sherry Wiedenhofer, like like we have to recognize the benefits of community. And I think um, as a you know former mayor and as a retired senior leader of a church, nobody listening to this would be surprised to hear us say we, value community generically where we find community neighborhood our church you know family etc and we value community in the formal sense the city of fresno where we live we value that okay so i heard that from from bryce like when you're dealing with conflict like at some point the parties to the conflict have to believe and see that there is more value to community to resolution of that conflict than not So I was happy to hear that, right? But something I heard from Sherry that uh, actually two things that I I don't really want 
to recognize this being true, but I think she's probably right. Or <laughs> it's important just what she was saying. Yeah. So, um, so like first thing she really talked to us about is that conflict is good and necessary. Yeah. And um, I like and, that line a lot. Yeah, she just really pushed on that. That that conf- and and she talked about this unmanaged um, conflict process. And I think if I can just jump in, I mean, one of the things she said was conflict can either be dangerous or it can be opportunity. We get right. to make the choice. Yeah. But if we choose to go into conflict with the, the goal of a good outcome, it can be really great. Yeah, that's right. That was a good way to say that. Um, all right. So confrontation. Here's what I didn't like because I, I wanted I, I wanted to be the case that inciting confrontation or conflict is never acceptable. Like, I want to just draw a line right there and just say, like, boom, if you're showing up on my doorstep as a former elected and as a a person with kids, like, it's, and actually that there are special circumstances, literally, like, is it lawful to even do this, that kind of stuff. So I I probably am taking the uh, example a little too um, uh, finitely here. But I want it to be the case that we should just establish as community, like, if you're inciting like not good, back off. I can't hear you when you're inciting. Sherry wouldn't all the way go there with right. us on that point. And her thing was, um, th- there is there is a role for confrontation that produces change, obviously within the bounds of the law, and you cannot cause further harm right. by inciting confrontation. So we have to be really clear about that. Um, but that's it's hard for me to think about that because there are times when. Um, it, and ultimately, she said, you got to invite people to the table and right. really be able to hear each other and listen to understand. Here's the deal. If I'm coming to your table, I'm validating you. And a lot of times I don't want to validate you because I think you're wrong and full of it. So <laughs> I'm kind of stuck on that today. Like, are we are are we called to that? Are we called to being at a table even with people who we um, are really having a hard time listening to. I guess again, it's a it's a matter of what your goals are, and if if your goal is power and like I'm going to try to win power, and as long as I have power, things are going to be okay. Then you're always going to be in a battle. You're always fighting over little morsels, and that's that's been a lot of our history. And so at some point, we have to come to the to the reckoning of, hey, that's that system is broken. That doesn't work, and ultimately it just ends in destruction for all of us. But we can increase the size of the pie and have enough for all of us if we're willing to go for a wholeness of community. And I think that that takes sometimes laying down my rights and my weapons. I do feel like I need to step back and say, those guys showing up on a city council member's doorstep is just not okay. It's just it scared the crap it, out of me watching that on TV. Because somebody's to be going to overreact to that, and we even saw it to some degree. Scared the crap night, out of me. And somebody's going to get hurt, and yeah. it's just not worth it. It's just not worth it. But I think what Sherry was saying is sometimes if you feel like your voice is not being in her being heard, inciting is the only way to do it. And I think the guys that showed up at the doorstep had another way to do that, but they just wanted to build their social media audience, perhaps in some ways, and so. That's not okay because somebody's going to get hurt. But but one of the things that really hit me in the last 24 hours is uh, I posted on Facebook last night because I, I was up late into the night, very heavy with what was happening in our city. And I, I said, I, I posted on Facebook, I'm praying for the city. And a friend of mine, uh, a wonderful man, uh, commented and said, kind of, I don't care that you're praying. Stop praying and do something. 
And and so I, I sort of laughed. I was telling Sherry, you know, I, I was low grade offended when I read it. You know, I, I'm like, well, don't you know who I am and, you know, our household and we're trying to change things. But it but it's what we need to do is stop, put down our defenses and say, wait a second, maybe there's something I need to hear here. Maybe I just need to say, hey, thanks for pushing and making me think. And if more often we would be willing to say, I'm going to consider what the other side is saying, even if they're not saying it in a way that's pleasing to me, because I might learn something here and we might get to the better goal of wholeness and a bigger pie for everyone. And and so that was a, a big thing for me to learn in the last 12 hours or so. I think we heard that from both Bryce and from from Sherry. And again, want to be clear, never condoning violence or like further harm being done. Okay, correct. Be real clear about that. Um, But just imagine, uh, just just imagine the challenge of like your worst opponent. Okay, are we are we being called to um, have ears to hear even that person? Are we being called to hear their concerns, their deepest um, vulnerabilities? Is that what community means? Um, I, I kind of, I mean, I, I think it's a good test. I, a lot of times when I'm dealing with conflict or whatever, like I kind of go through a mental exercise to try to make myself hear that. I think it is what we have to be prepared to do. And clearly there are going to be a lot of people who this is not for them and they're like they're not able to come to that table but i do think there are people in our you know in this community listening right now or who may hear this later on like like i think that's the higher calling and the higher standard that we have to have for ourselves and our own community is who like like ooh how hard would you work and try to hear someone that you're not used to being able to hear if we can figure that out, that's like a, like this. If we can unlock that lock, um, we will have something really special in this community. Because most yeah. communities and most people groups, we are we are not in a place in our country where we can do this right now. Yeah, I, I think we're hearing a lot of people. I start to say scream. I don't want to speak very loudly about their rights right now. And and rights are important. It's it's an important part of our democracy. But also there's a time to set down our rights for the for the greater good of all of us and not not for just grace and, and the goodness of our heart. But so to me, it's like a stoplight. I stop at a stoplight. I'm giving up my rights to drive through that stoplight. And I hate stoplights. They make me so mad. And you're always telling me, honey, we're not in a hurry. It's OK. But I'm I'm mad to sit there for that two and a half minutes or whatever it is. But I'm giving up that right for a specific purpose of I want to make driving safer for you and for your children. And I'm doing that in the agreement that you're going to stop at the stoplight to make it safer for me and my children. And and we're all going to live better if I do that. And so there is a time to say, what you're saying is, is pressing against me and it's making me upset. But maybe if I lay down my rights, we're going to figure out how to make this place safer for you and for me, which is going to make us all live a, a more okay. well-rounded life. I hear you. In the middle of that, in the middle of you, because I've heard, th- you know, that's your point of view. And I've heard it before and I agree with it. I understand what you're saying, okay? Right. In the middle of that and you making that point, how hard are you willing to work to try to hear somebody on the other side of it? Because, I, I, you know, we have a point of view on this whole, like, COVID and, 
you know, how do we reopen all that kind of thing? And it's probably not too difficult for people to figure out, you know, what or what our point of view may be. Well, I haven't totally figured out where I am on it yet, okay. actually. Well, but. okay. So what, let's just assume there are leanings. Yeah. Um, and as hard as it is to hear, to read on social media, to see people who have a different point of view than you do about this situation, how hard are you willing to work? To understand, like, again, setting aside the venom, setting aside the spewing, setting aside, like, the vitriol, is there a, is there a heart in there that, that, you, that you should be challenged to hear? Hmm, that's a good question. And, and, of course, my immediate answer is yes, because I'm so enlightened and erudite. <laughs> um, and, and where I wrestle with a lot is, is what is just wrong? Because one of the things we're hearing a lot now is people saying tyrant or, or socialist, like this is all a plot. We're, we're victims. And, and that, that raises something up in me to say. But I think what I've done well in that is, is I've asked people, do you really think that's true? Or is that some of your sort of victim-esque echo chamber coming through and is maybe there's another opportunity. So okay. I, I'm willing to work to that conversation, I guess, is what but, I would say. But uh, Sherry Wiedenhofer, yeah. let me, you know, She's not she, buy she that? challenged you okay. on that point because right. you asked her. We were not recording yet when you asked her this. So this is a little like, you know, behind the, behind scenes, the scenes of okay, the good. podcast we just recorded. You asked her like, at what point can I just tell somebody that's wrong? And what did she say? Because we all think like she's going to say like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a line. You just can't. Cry. She didn't say that. She said, um, we have to stop thinking about conflict in right and yeah. wrong. We have to get outside of that. And we have to start with um, being willing to listen and to hear each other. And I also I think it sucks that she said that. <laughs> but. Uh, that so that but that challenges me and you're yeah. all about trying to like challenge our our mindset. Well, so. I am, and at the same time, you know, particularly when you were in elected office, uh, one of the things we told ourselves often was, you know, what if that person who's disagreeing with you as mayor of Fresno isn't evil or stupid? Because because that's what we want to say is you're disagreeing with me, and I'm I'm me, so I'm always going to assume I'm right. And, and me being any human being, we want to be right and we assume that we're coming from the best place. So if that person disagrees with me, they've got to either be dark hearted or they've got to be really dumb. Or out for themselves in some way and it's yeah. about their well, ego evil, or power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. that's in the evil category. And and then if I do that, then I don't have to consider anything you have to say. I don't even have to consider you to your, dismiss it all. your humanity. Just shove it aside. And so we love that. I, I can be a victim and you can be a horrible person. and But that doesn't get us anywhere. And so the better thing is if I think you're wrong, then I say, okay, I'm going to assume that person's not evil or stupid. They're just seeing something different than me. So I start to ask questions. And to me, you know, this is this is the work of like, well, what are you seeing that makes you do that? And is that getting us to the goal of having a community where everybody is cared for and it's a, it's a better community with with more wholeness? And then I'm willing to do that work, maybe I would say. Okay. But didn't we just say it was wrong for the guys to show up on the doorstep? I, th I think, you know, the authorities will decipher yeah, that. Okay. Like, I think that might be hovering in the This is what we've of... been wrestling with all day. <laughs> I know. My God, this is this is this is true. I think a lot of a lot of people 
you know, we're stuck inside and we see this stuff happening all around. Again, whether it's, you know, if you're watching this and you live in Fresno or you're from some other place, but you're seeing protesters at state capitals, etc. Like, th- okay, th- this is definitely provoking a lot of conversation. And I, yeah. I want to say that, um, that oh, man, this has honestly been the hardest little stretch of time in my experience of trying to see the good in something that's going on. But I really, I really believe the time we are living in, it's very significant. And um, there is something really good that can come out of um, what we're going through. But we have, to, we have got to take a different approach to our community conversations, to confrontation, people who have had power myself hello i've you know run in major institutions i have privilege i have resources to manage this really hard time like i have to be willing to sit and listen and hear stuff i'm not familiar with i'm not comfortable with i'm not used to hearing i mean like it's this really could all of this like grist in the mill i mean this really could produce um the pearl and the oyster sorry to mix the metaphors but it's a lot of sand imagery i'm working with right now yeah um I know that that I've been brokenhearted for our city. Um, I'm brokenhearted that it's come to where it is, and and saying who's right and who's wrong maybe is not going to be helpful in it. So what I would say is I want to challenge everybody involved in the incidents at the at the waffle shop, the incident at Council Member Arias's apartment, to just. And, and all of us who are then bystanders, Sherry used that word bystanders, we're seeing it happen, we're feeling the trauma, we're responding to it with some emotion. And I just, just for all of us, I say, can we use this as a moment to check our hearts? Where am I coming from? Am I, am I wanting to win a political battle? Am I wanting the other side to be bad and wrong? And, and is there a challenge that I have for myself in that to try to say, if the goal is for Fresno to be the best it can be, how do I be the best I can be in that situation? And and I definitely have strong feelings about. Um, I I I do feel sorry for business owners that are going through this, but I think we have to be careful of economic comfort not becoming our entire goal at the cost of of people. And so there's that wrestling match of what is, and at the same time. You know, I, I see people saying we've got to open up businesses and why is this big box store able to sell this and this little guy isn't? And I go, I don't really like the way they're making their point there, but they got a point. And, and so I think we're all wrestling through that together and we're going to have to have a lot of grace for each other in the middle of it so that something doesn't blow up and, and do some irreparable damage that it's going to be hard to come back from. Um, okay, so... So let's wrap up day one of Paul and Ashley's um, <laughs> pandemic podcasting. Like we woke up this morning thinking, God, this is really hard. We need help. We need, we, well, let's just be honest about what we're thinking, what our questions are. And, um, you know, and, and see if we can't find um, some, I don't know, shed some light on this. Yeah. So how do you feel like we accomplished that today? I, I feel better. Yeah, I feel better. Yeah, I feel better. I think and I think and obviously for people who are just watching right now, like, um, you know, you haven't maybe had the benefit of listening to the two podcasts. I mean, we spent like two hours with really high quality 
conflict resolution experts and people who have experience like around, dealing with like global levels of conflict. So, so we feel better because we've walked through that with them. Um, um, and maybe others haven't had that benefit yet, but, um, but I want to say just like being able to be honest about this, I do not, I don't, I don't want to just jump into the fray even though I'm tempted to, because I have a strong reaction to things that I'm seeing. Um, I do think for people who are not immediately like in the moment with the news camera rolling, like we got to We got to work together to create a different ecosystem, a right. different space for our community's leaders to funk to, to, um, to lead us. You know, we have to be supportive of that. And, um, anyway, so being honest about how hard that is maybe is a takeaway from day one. Yeah. And I think, Maybe the biggest takeaway of all is we've got to listen to each other because any human being in any situation that feels like they have a strong emotional attachment to what's going on and they feel not heard, they're going to find a way to make themselves heard. Yeah. And it and and it ultimately will explode in a in an unhealthy way and so we're going to have to listen to each other and 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 again, I guess we're trying not to go to leanings, but I say we just do need to hear the pain of of people in the middle of the situation saying, "This really hurts me because of of X." And I think that's where you go to being honest. Yeah. Like this hurts me because of this. Yeah. And so for some of our friends that come from a position of advocacy or or being a part of of maybe a more marginalized community that are saying, "Hey, this feels again like we're being marginalized." We have to hear that and, yeah. and not like let our defenses yeah. go up and say, well, uh, that's not me. Pick a side, right? Uh, yeah. But but start to hear. And, and to the small business person who's saying, but I'm losing my business, we have to, we have to hear that. And 100%. Uh, yeah. I mean, like Sherry, I think, boil it down. And I think this is probably like really well-practiced conflict resolution language, but it was, it was a little bit new to me today. Um, what are the needs... All right. Okay. What are the harms mm. and what are the obligations to address those needs and to repair those harms? So when you think about the conflict we're seeing right now, take a little microcosm. We don't have, we don't have to boil the ocean here. We're not talking about, you know, solving something for the whole world or even really this citywide kind of conflict we're in right now. But I think my challenge to myself and to anybody who would be watching is to be is uh, is is to do this over the next 24 hours. Pick a conflict. Pick something that's causing you to feel stuck. Think about the other side as mm. you understand it. Can you see where there are needs that that person is having? Can you identify harms that they've experienced in the immediate term or in the past? And can you can you think about an obligation to be a part of those needs being resolved and those harms being repaired? Mm. That's kind of what I'm thinking Sherry was telling us That's we good. have to be thinking about. I almost say it like put skin on the other side. Let them be human for a second. Right. Even if what they're right. expressing is is being expressed in an unhealthy way. Yep. Step back step step back and say what are they trying to express? And and maybe even why do why is it coming out in an unhealthy yep. way? Am I not providing room for them to express? What they're trying I to started the day this morning at 8.08 a.m. <laughs> and I wrote down this question. So my first question for Bryce Yoakum, or at least in my head it was, uh, respond to this, this statement. 
resolving conflict means you're weak. Mm. You're weak. You've given up. You're lily livered. Compromised. You're compromised. You're, you know, you're flimsy. If you resolve conflict, you are weak and despicable. React to that. That was that was really what the conversation was. That's where we started the day. Yeah. And and then we ended the day. Sherry said this in one of her last comments, and I may get it wrong, but she quoted Abraham Lincoln, who said, if I make my enemy my friend, have I not killed my enemy? Right. That's a good word. Good words. Yeah. Good words. Like, can we live that? Can we live that? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I think you're right in saying like, oh, yeah, we should all just be like, yeah, yeah, that because that sounds good. I think we're wanting to really have an honest conversation about um, about what about whether or not we can really do that in our own spaces in a community. Because we do that because we're, we're kind of broken as a culture. I think we need to admit we're a little broken down. And because we're broken down, we're fighting for our our rights and our piece of the pie. And if we lay some of that down, we might be able to build something better for everybody on the other side of that. And I think that's I think that's worth fighting for. It's worth it's worth fighting. It's worth setting the stage to have these conversations. Yeah. Okay. To lean I know, into that pain of those tough conversations. And I know there are literally millions and millions of people who would instantly react to that and say, you know, you can take your community and shove it up your nose. I don't need your GD community. I've got my individual rights. Yeah. There is some stuff in there we got to understand better. Those of us who are do-gooders, I'll bear that label for just a minute, worked in the nonprofit sector, faith-based community most of my professional life. We have got to understand people who who push back on this notion that there is benefit in community if we're going to create space for that to ultimately be resolved. Yeah. So We've talked for a while. Yeah, I think uh, if I could summarize just yeah. for I mean, I think why we're doing this in, in a great part is we love Fresno. We love Central California. And we think a lot of people are feeling the same pain we were feeling. And so we just felt like maybe we have some space to put a voice to it. And so, yeah, it it's real. And we're hurting and we're a little bit scared. We're not sure what's coming next. And so I think the the first step is just get it on the table. Yep. And and we're feeling it too, and you're probably feeling it. And so let's work it through together. And so if you go to my YouTube channel, just search Paul Swearingen on YouTube. You'll see the videos that we shot with Bryce Yoakum and Sherry Wiedenhofer. And uh, also you can go to my website's npepodcast.com. It's the nonpartisan evangelical npepodcast.com. We'll have the audio versions there and, and a bunch of other stuff. And we're going to have more of these conversations uh, through the next few days. So just keep kind of tuning in on Facebook or, or sign up for our email list on the website. And, and let's let's see if we can't help ourselves walk through this together. Sounds like a plan. It's 730. Our son has not had dinner and okay. I have a board packet to read. <laughs> Thanks for <laughs> everybody who tuned in. You guys are awesome. And some of you will be calling and say, come be on this podcast and Facebook live with us over the next few days. So expect our call. All right, that'll do it for us. Bye, everybody. Have a good night.